Welcome to the Genealogy Happy Hour, a place where new family historians can learn to document their family histories and celebrate their new discoveries. I'm Amy. And I'm Penny. And we're here to help you discover your family tree from the beginning. Welcome to episode 30. We have made it to 30 episodes, Amy. It's incredible. It is. And we've had so much fun doing it. We've drank so much wine. I Dr- know. Drunk so much wine. <laughs> I know. Um, well, this episode is going to be about um, what do we do with all that research that we just accumulated on the research trip? We, we just came back from Ohio not too long ago in mm-hmm. April. We had a week-long research, tri- research trip. That was more fruitful for one of us than the other. Right. But we still both brought back information. We did. Mm -hmm. We took a lot of pictures of a lot of documents, and those things have to be processed because otherwise they're just sitting on our phones and our tablets and computers. Um, You have to assign names to the pictures. You have to put them in the files. You have to do all that kind of stuff. It's the not-so-fun part of genealogy. It's not fun at all. (laughs) So let's, let's, let's just... Dive. Oh, before we dive in, we are going to talk about our wine. How could I possibly forget to talk about oh the wine? Gosh. But we're going to go back to the High Low Winery in Ohio because um, we we're still on the research trip from Ohio. Absolutely. So if you are in Medina County, Ohio, or in the Cleveland area, mm-hmm. drive down. It's not too far off the interstate. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what interstate it was, but this interstate that takes you to Medina. Um, and we probably need to, we'll put the stuff on the on the uh, we have a link to the to the, the two winery. wines mm-hmm. on our on our uh wine Perfect. page on our website okay. and a link to the winery is on there All as right. well so um the other one of the wines that we we did a flight we, we each had a flight while we mm-hmm. were there so we could really sample the different wines that mm-hmm. they had to offer and um today we are going to feature king of the heavies which is a cabernet franc and it's really, um, all of the labels are this art deco sort of um, art. It's, it's just beautiful. The labels are just gorgeous. Um, but this uh, is the Cabernet Franc. It's a more of a heavier red. And um, on their website, they sort of pay tribute to um, that World War II generation where mm-hmm. they were about, it's just they tilled the land, they mined, they built earth movers and factories. But then those dust-covered hands would clutch the throttles and triggers of the bombers sent to the Pacific. So um, that's really what they're. Um, it the makes you think of a really that, rich, mm-hmm. deep wine. Exactly yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Very, you know, doing a lot of heavy-duty work. Mm-hmm. And the um, the label has um, one of those World War II bombers on it, with you know the the figure of the the, the woman on the side, and um, you know really. Um, it's a wonderful red. Mm-hmm. It's um, going to go great with those hearty foods, the stews, um, the beef meals, and um, but I mean, I just enjoy drinking you really, it yeah. by itself too. I remember it you talking about really, it for a while yeah, afterwards. Really I did. I, yeah, I really, I did enjoy that one. So, so um, it's the King of the Heavies, the Cabernet Franc. Excellent. Excellent. All right, Amy. So uh-huh. you get back from your research trip. You've got all these pictures and papers, and what do you do? Well, so when we're on a research trip, we have different form. We have different documents in different formats. We got photocopies mm-hmm. of some documents from the different county clerk's offices. Um, we have photographs. Photographs from cemeteries. We did photographs of a lot of deeds, a lot of records, because. Um, 
the county courts in Ohio were very nice to allow us to take digital photos. Some counties, mm-hmm. you cannot do that. You can't even take your digital, you can't take your phones into the courthouse mm-hmm. at all. You know? So We were lucky. So we were lucky. And um, so we have um, a combination of those types mm-hmm. of things. So um, it's very important that you keep some sort of record when you're collecting those documents to make sure that you can do a proper citation for them know where they came from when you get back correct because the worst thing you could do is get a whole bunch of documents and not know what the page number is not know how would you you need to be understand how i can order that document again if i need to if something happens to that document how can i get that document again or how can i tell my my family where to get that document so and this is the same as if you're just researching at home and Mm -hmm. and printing off a ton of stuff make sure that you stop and Mm -hmm. cite it as you do it so the first thing we did um, you know if you get documents from the county clerk's office the clerks will usually write on the document the book and the page so and there'll also be a photocopy with the page number on it but make sure you Mm -hmm. get the book and the page so Mm -hmm. you know that for the digital photos when we took um, the photographs what we did was we took a photo of the book we took a photo of all the pages in the book and then at the very end, before we, we changed to the next book, we before we pulled out the next book, we took a picture of the book itself. Right. The cover and the spine. Right. So I know that um, the five pages that I just took a picture of are all in deed book E in that county court. Right. And then we would go on to the next book because we went through a bunch of deed books in just one county alone. Right. And so we know that all of those are so... We have those on our on our phone or on our tablet or on our iPad. When we get home, we have to rename those by the what I would do on deeds is I would be I would say Smith to Jones. So we know who the guarantor is and the, the guarantor and the guarantor. Okay. And then we put the county mm-hmm. and the state, and then we put book whatever, book E, page one hundred forty. Right. So that's the name of the photograph now that is saved into our, um, onto our smart. Right. On our, on our we, we've moved it to wherever. Wherever so your pictures right, are held we've up. Saved as yeah. whatever. So, so now every time I pull that um, image up, I'm going to have that citation already there. The other thing you can do is you can also write. Mm-hmm. You, can, you can, you can actually make a print of it. You can copy, you know, on your printer and yeah. then write it out as well. So whatever you want to do. Yeah. So that's the first step. It's getting all of those digital images labeled. into our computer and labeled correctly. Yeah. 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 Then the um, paperwork that we got. Before you get to the paperwork, yeah. though, I still like to do one other step with the pictures. So, okay. they're, you know, they're still out there. Once I get them in all labeled with the mm-hmm. citations and, and whatnot, I will put them into their own little folders, mm. you know, Ohio research trip or mm-hmm. by the family um, or mm-hmm. I'll put them in both places. Mm-hmm. So if I know I'm looking for something and I'm like, oh, I knew I saw that deed on that research trip, mm-hmm. I can actually go to a folder that says Ohio research trip mm. and it is in there. Okay. If I can't for some reason, because you know how we do, we, we file it into a family file or something and mm-hmm. it's not named correctly or, mm-hmm. you know, we can't find it. I can, if it's in a couple different places, then mm-hmm. you have a better chance okay. of finding right, it. Right, right, right. That's a good, that's a good idea. So you would have it in your Ohio trip research mm-hmm. and then you have a copy of it in your family folder right. or index right right so i would definitely put mine in each one of my ancestors on my um dropbox mm-hmm. 
has a folder called, for instance, land. And so I would move all of those deeds into that land okay. folder or a copy of them into that land with folder. With their name, with the, under their name. Under their name, correct. Okay. Exactly. So, but deeds are um, trickier because we also need to transcribe those deeds. We do. And there's a lot of blah, 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 blah in the deeds that we need to pull out. So we don't really need to transcribe unless it's an unusual deed. Most of the time it's a boilerplate Mm-hmm. boilerplate mm-hmm. language and we can just abstract mm-hmm. so we want to abstract who was selling property to whom and then all the names that are referenced in there who the witnesses were what the dates were and then the description of the property itself that takes time especially if you have a lot of deeds and the handwriting is not always easy exactly. to read exactly so which is it's it's better if you can take the photograph in the courthouse because then you can you know, you can zoom in. Yep. It's going to, have to be a really clear copy. You can blow it up so that you can really, you know, read it much, much easier when yes. you're transcribing it. So yes. what I usually do is I usually put it on my tablet so then I'll have, or my iPad. So I'll have my iPad with the image and then I will do the abstraction on my, my regular computer, on my uh, iMac. Gotcha. So I can have two computers going at kind of yeah. at the same time. So it's important to pull out that information because you're not going to want to pull up that deed every time you, you want to reference it and have to read all that that really difficult handwriting yeah. sometimes over and over again. So if you just abstract it, pull those things out, mm-hmm. then you have that record there that you, can refer, you can refer back to. I remember when we were sitting at the airport waiting for our flight to mm-hmm. go home, we were both sitting there looking uh-huh. through our papers and starting to mm-hmm. pull out notes. Abstract. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. I was definitely doing abstraction yeah. there at the, um, at the airport, yeah. yeah. That was until that very loud family came right in front of us, but whatever. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> the challenges of, of travel. <laughs> okay. Um, so that kind of takes care of our photographs. So we've mm-hmm. we've renamed them with a, a, a abbreviation of the citation. Mm-hmm. So filed we know them. where to find them. And then we filed them away digitally in our either our trip folder or in our, uh, or both, or in family our family folders. folder. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then we've abstracted them. Right. And I know it takes time, but that way it will be a great resource tool for you in the future. And it's always a good idea, too. I know at least for me, because I I always want to make sure I've got it down. Uh, When I go into Roots Magic, where I have my um, tree, Mm -hmm. I'll pull up the person and I'll even in their little note section, Mm -hmm. I will say, I have just basic notes for myself. I already have this, and mm-hmm. this is what it says, mm-hmm. and this is what mm-hmm. I've gotten out mm-hmm. of it. Or I have this, and it has been useless. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing there. Don't right. look at this again. And that's very important. When you're going into each one of these courthouses, you not only take away the things that you find, but you make sure that you document, write down in your notebook, what you didn't find. Right. Because that way you won't have to go back there and look right. again. Right. Because if you, you the negative did. evidence is just as important as yeah. what you find there. So, yeah. And if you're point. like me, I know I didn't find anything anywhere, so yeah. I never have to go back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what about all the paper stuff they give you? You've okay, got so piles the paper of stuff. paper. So the paper stuff you, they give you, I scan. I scanned um, into one file. For instance, I had three probate um, records. They were three probate packets. I got asked for everything in the, in the file. So then I scanned those as one document. Okay. One PDF. Mm-hmm. And then um, I file away the hard copy. But now I have, again, I scan it. I change the name to 
um, the name of the um, decedent or the estate, the um, county and the state, and then in this case it was the probate packet number. Sometimes it might be a will book and mm -hmm. then a page or an administration book and a page, but whatever, again, it is, that's what I saved the document. That's the document name in my computer. And then, like you said, you either keep a copy in your um, trip folder and then you put another copy into the, um, the family folder. Mm -hmm. But you still have to transcribe it yes, or at least abstract it. It depends. If it's a very important document, for instance, there was one document I found very important. It was a petition for administration that was signed by three of the decedent's um, children. And in it, it names two of the other children and the surviving spouse. That document is very important to me because that links my ancestor to this individual. And so I went ahead and I transcribed that document from start to finish, 100%, because it's a critical piece of my genealogical research connecting one generation to the next. But the other documents, I'm just gonna abstract. So at least I have something that I can go to refer to very quickly and I don't have to search through all of that boilerplate language and difficult handwriting to pull out the, the important information. Now I'm guessing when you do the transcription, you print that off and keep that with the paper file mm -hmm. as well as Correct. a digital copy in, Correct. in with that. Okay. Exactly. Yes. I have, um, I'm, uh, I think most genealogists like paper. I mean, we understand the importance of, of having digital records, mm -hmm. and um, but I like having both. Mm -hmm. So I have, I do have duplicates of most everything digitally, and then I have binders for each one of my family members. I know you keep your documents a little differently. You have a, a general index mm -hmm. and table mm -hmm. of contents where you, you right. right. I have in individual family binders, and then they're subdivided by family group. Okay. And going going back, you know, through my family line. And then, um, so then I would put that transcription in that binder. I wonder, too, on your um, digital file when mm -hmm. you are labeling it and you're saying where it's from, you know, putting the citation on, mm -hmm. could you add at the end, transcribed, so you know you've already done that work. When sure. you pull it up again, like, mm -hmm. I don't know why you wouldn't remember transcribing that. <laughs> it's like a lot of work. But, you know, some maybe years down the road, you'll be like, oh, I had that mm -hmm. will. I wonder mm -hmm. what it said. You could mm -hmm. look at it, and mm -hmm. it would say, oh, transcribed. So you know somewhere in your files yeah. is a transcription yeah, of that. that. I mean, I just feel like it might be a little extra work and seem mm -hmm. kind of silly at mm -hmm. the time, but... You know, as we get older and we don't always remember everything that we're doing, because clearly I don't remember mm -hmm. every day of our trip. <laughs> so, um, just every little notation yeah. that I can make on there to help sure. me remember what yes. I've already done, mm -hmm. I think is helpful. Yep, absolutely. Good point. Good point. Yeah. So um, then we need to also, what I did, what I did prior to my, to our research trip was I did a preliminary research report. You did, and it was beautiful. Thank you. You didn't read the whole I thing, didn't, didn't you? I, I, I read most of it. Mm -hmm. so, I didn't do one at all. So, right. There you go. Yeah. Different <laughs> styles. Different <laughs> styles. So when I got home, then what I have to do is, and I'm not done, because I was I had three different families, early two different families I was mm -hmm. researching. So mm -hmm. um, I've done one family. I have to do the other family now. But was is complete that research report. Because that's going to be, like you said, your reminder of all the documents you found, mm -hmm. of the information you didn't find, 
and you looked for. So, right. for instance, when I, um, if you listen to our episode 29, you'll know that I did not find anything on my Miller family in Tuscaroras County, Ohio, mm-hmm. but I have to go back to Stark. So I know that on my next research trip, when I am ready to do my, my Stark family or my Stark County research for the Miller family, I'm going to pull up this last research trip mm-hmm. on the Millers, which mm-hmm. was a very brief one couple hours in Tuscaroras and say, okay, this is what I did not find in Tuscaroras, so this is what I have to go look for. If I had found something in Tuscaroras, that would be my starting point for my next research trip. So yeah. it's important for you to understand, to remind yourself by writing up the research report what you did. Right. I don't care what format it's in, you know, but... I agree. You know, you need to write up that you went to all these different counties and what you didn't find Well, because... no, I, but I do have that, though, because I uh-huh. was doing mine in my little journal book. Okay. And so I had my tick marks of everything mm-hmm. I was looking for, mm-hmm. and then I had my notations on the side, whether yes. I found it or I did, did not find it. Right. And then for each county. Right. So I can go back to that book and reference that because it's indexed in my index page. I will say, oh, oh look, okay. here's, here's our trip and here's the stuff. So I can always flip back to that. Mm-hmm. I'm notorious for taking little notes and losing them. So having that in a book right. is helpful for me. There you go. Yeah. So whether mine is a written, a typed written report that right. is saved in, in Dropbox or you have your journal right. that's going to be continuation, you're going to continue on, it's important to remember what we did not find right. so we don't go back and look for it again. Right. So um, so that takes care of that. And then we have to, in your case, any documents you, you did find, you have to assimilate them into your um, index Right? right, your general index? Yes, yep, so I do. what would you do for that? So uh, in my case, you know, if I have the will from uh, James Burke, which I found, so I'm going to log him in on my index as a under the probate. So I'll put the James Burke line, and then um, because that comes under death, it'll be in the death book, mm-hmm. as I call it. Um, and whatever document numbers, if I'm up to D75, then that probate is going to be D88. Mm-hmm. And I will log that in under his line as D88. So anytime that I want to go and find his thing, I just look under my general index and I see that it's D88. And I can pull it from the book or I can pull it mm-hmm. from my um, computer because mm-hmm. I will do the digital copy there as mm-hmm. D88 as well. Okay. So I kind of cross-reference those mm-hmm. kind of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good deal. Yeah. So cemetery, cemetery photos, mm. I will rename them as the name of the cemetery, um, the city and county mm-hmm. and state that it's in. Um, and of course, I'll always start with the, the name, the of, name the, of the, the name of the person who's on it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and those can be, I, I like to take those and immediately put them into my roots magic file. Mm-hmm. So they're under that person there. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as the family file of photos in my computer. Do you um, do you link the documents and the photos in Roots Magic? I mean, do you keep actual attachments? Well, they have a they have a media they section. Don't, I don't use it. So. Yeah, they have a media section, so you just add mm-hmm. media to mm-hmm. the thing, and I could add the picture to you know burial, mm-hmm. and then that would be the media attached to burial, okay. kind of thing like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, because yeah. I use. Um, I use I'm a Mac user so and I use Reunion and I have a photograph one photograph attached to each ancestor but I don't keep any media attached 
to my, okay. in my in my genealogy software program. I just have it in Dropbox under my own. Oh, no, I usually attach it to okay. my people. Mm-hmm. I try to attach all the census and mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just one of these people that I have to have it in multiple places all over the place. Mm-hmm. So it's they're all in my Roots Magic. They're all on Ancestry. Mm-hmm. They're in my files, mm-hmm. and then I have a printed copy. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't mean I can find it right away, but hopefully mm-hmm. I can. <laughs> If I label it correctly, then then it should be mm-hmm. it should be right there. Okay. Yeah, but the whole process, like you said, it's 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 so when you have all this stuff, mm-hmm. it just takes so much time, and it's so easy to to say, oh, I'll do this tomorrow, and then you know tomorrow was two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you can't remember like what was right, that picture? Right. Like we were we were talking before we did our pot the last podcast, and we were like, okay, well. Which courthouse did we go to next, mm-hmm. or where did we? F- which one was that? Because we did go to so they many. Just, we they went f- to ten different courthouses yeah. in five days, so it was a lot. Yeah. But and you're, you're better at remembering which ones were which than I was, because you know, like I said, this was a new experience for me, right. and mm-hmm. it was a lot. It was a lot. Yeah. It was a lot. Yeah. And it, just. Yeah. Uh, and most of it was all courthouse work for the mm-hmm. most part, some library work, and then mm-hmm. some cemeteries. Mm-hmm. But yeah really go into those courthouses yeah. And, yeah but I think this is probably the most important part is that's the fun part is is going mm-hmm. and researching mm-hmm. but this is the important part is what you do with what you find it really is because if you mess yeah. this up you have to go back yeah, you know, right you, right I mean take the time it's not the fun part mm-hmm. but if you do it right then you have a great resource mm-hmm. and then you can just build on top of that right. rather than keep going back and doing the same thing. And you over have and proof to show someone when they say, well, how do you know that? And like, because it's right mm-hmm. here. I Absolutely. have it and you can find it and yeah. show them the, mm-hmm. the answer to that. Right. So, I mean, and I was really excited on our trip because um, there's been some publications in the past um, for one of my family lines that has been heavily relied upon for the family genealogy. And I think I've, I'm starting to be able to prove that one of those those published works is not completely accurate. I know, and that's pretty exciting. So that is pretty exciting, too. So if I had not actually gone mm-hmm. to do this on, on-site research, I would have continued to believe what had been previously published. Right. So, um, and, you know, and, and um, so that's kind of exciting. Yeah. And, I need, and now I've got to do some more research, but... I'm going to write up my, I've written up my um, research notes mm-hmm. and then, um, I'm and then you'll be able there. to write a proof argument about eventually. That. Yes, yeah. exactly. Well, yeah, to show. absolutely. Yeah. So I'm kind of that's excited exciting. about that. So, but that's, that's going to be an ongoing project. Yeah. But what we can do is maybe we can share, um, our different ways of, um, how we brought that information, um, back mm-hmm. and then, um, archived it properly. Yeah, we can do that. We can yeah. do a blog post on that and excellent. Um, okay, share some notes. You want to share? Sure. Your, you want to share your little your little um, notebook? Like I have shared notes? my notebook. You did? I did. Okay, see, I wasn't haven't been on the website <laughs> in a couple of weeks. So okay, shame. Good. All right, shame. So I can yes. maybe share my my research report on one of on one of my my. Yeah, I think that okay. would be helpful. Okay, just to see the difference. Much more and, professional than my notebook. Well, yeah, but, but different. I mean, we have we have very different styles in, in how we do our absolutely. research. Absolutely, absolutely. As, as do all of you out there. Absolutely. So, yeah. what works for you? You know. Yeah. The the, the point is that you have um, citation attached to each document, yes. and that you have your research log logged in for not only positive 
find, but also the negative finds, yes. things you didn't find. So yes. important. We don't want to do the same research. We only have so much time here on right. Earth, and there's so much genealogy to do. We right. don't want to be doing the same stuff over and over Absolutely again. Because you've got other family lines that you need to get to. So don't redo <laughs> the research That's again. Right. That's right. You know, I'm do officially right done time. with the Burks because there ain't nothing out there on this family. Yeah. I'm thinking I'm giving up. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a good idea. Just kidding. <laughs> I can say even John. Even DNA hasn't helped moving you. Moving on. Right. DNA hasn't even helped you on, not, that, not on them. All. Documentation, nothing. Yep. Yeah. Done and moving on. Wow. Yeah. You know what? Someday. Someday there's going to be that out there. No, I have no hope. Yeah, no. Well, you know what? We drove all over Ohio, but we were gonna we were gonna finish it. It was like if, if it's there, great. If it's not, yeah. you have a couple more. Done. You do have a couple more leads to exhaust. Stop. You have a couple more leads Stop. to exhaust. You know you do, Penny. <laughs> all right. So, until the next time. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you for listening. Please email us with any questions or comments at genealogyhappyhour at gmail.com. Visit our website, www.genealogyhappyhour.com, for additional resources, books, and wines. Don't forget to drink responsibly. And never drink around genealogical documents.